0: Hey friends, this is a very short snippet of the first in our series of bonus episodes. We tell stories about math and science through the lens of people and historical events, because stories allow us to relate to abstract concepts. But really, our job is to get you excited about math and science. So we're chatting with professional scientists to give some love to the science that structures the stories we tell in this podcast. You are about to enjoy a short excerpt of a much longer and fascinating conversation with a modern-day physical chemist. We've got an episode coming up with a biologist and another with an epidemiologist. The full bonus episodes are available to our Patreon members. To access those full episodes, come on over and join us at patreon.com slash (laughs) maththeater. No, I am curious because, you know, they talk about graphite being very useful and i think of graphite i think of pencils
1: pencils great example pencils they take it and they turn it into a rod right and they actually put a little bit of clay in there too um but graphite super useful it's used in pencils it's used as a lubricant it's used as like to make sure like metals if like in your car like make sure metals don't rub if they're metal to metal like you add graphite as a lubricant to like not tear down all the other metals Mm. um they're used in lithium ion batteries graphite's used in so many different ways but The podcast, again, because you guys did a great job of storytelling and telling the history with a real world um, spin on it to like help the listener um, get like a visual picture of what you're talking about. You talked about the difference between like graphite talking about it as layers of laundry. Ricky, I think that was your character, (laughs) the layers of laundry. And Ricky (laughs) Coates. I love this example. Um, So graphitizing carbons um, when it's create graphite, they're soft, but they're non-porous. So it creates like these layers where you have a layer of carbons that are linked to each other. So a carbon that is bound, that is bound to another carbon that's bound to another carbon and this very particular pattern and shape. And it creates a layer. And then there's another layer identical to that, that the other layer sits on top of. OK, and then they like stack and stack and stack and stack where the layer, one single layer is very has very strong bonds of the carbons to each other. And then they interact a little bit with the layer below, but it's not like a to- it's not a complete bond. It's not very strong, um, but they're like layered and they're non-porous, but non-graphitizing uh, carbons aren't the same. Like they're hard, but they don't turn into this graphite um, they're hard, but they're low density. And like you guys talked about, they can be like a sponge. They're po- It's porous. But non-graphitizing carbons also have unique properties that allow them to have different functions. Okay? So maybe they're not like lead- it's not lead. Nothing. There's nothing lead about <laughs> pencil lead. Uh, <laughs> it's so just graphite. Right? There's no lead, which is an element. There's no lead in pencil lead, which is good because if you chewed on your pencil and it was actual lead, then you would be getting lead toxicity. But so we can have non-graphitizing carbons that are low density material and we can those are like that's your char or your charcoal which can be used For filtration systems or to help, like, have, you know, conduct heat, you know, in your charcoal grill, for Mm -hmm. example. So Or jazz up your latte. Jazz up your latte. Brush your teeth. Uh, Eat when you have an upset stomach. Not a lot, just a little bit, though.
0: Thanks for getting into the science with us. To hear the full conversation including the part where Dr. Coates had actual glitter lasers of excitement coming out of her eyeballs. Join us at patreon.com matheater maththeater. Your support at any level means the world to us.